So we were discussing a topic in the morning by the Tefillah Vad, and it ended up turning into a whole thing. So maybe we'll talk about that. Um, we have a lot to talk about, a lot. And we can connect to Shoivavim and to this and to that. But there's a lot of depth there. So maybe we'll just do part one today. Okay? What we were discussing in the morning was a pasuk. You say it every day. A pasuk that you say every day. It's from different ayomim. This is in Hodu. So this is part of Davening, in case you don't know. Okay? So we say this every morning in Davening, and it says, That the world should tremble before Hashem. HaKadosh Baruch Hu will establish the world and make it very stable. That's the two parts of the Pesukim. So Rashi indicates a connection between the two parts of the Psukim. The Siach Yitzchok makes an indication of a connection between the two parts of the Psukim, which means as follows. When we look at the world today, the world today is extremely unstable. That I don't have to prove to anybody. When I say unstable, in every single way possible, the world is unstable. And that unstableness obviously fuels anxieties, which is a pandemic today. Because the instability and the unsecure world that we live in fuels this tremendous amount of anxiety. So the world is a very worrisome, unstable place. And Rashi saying the reason and the cause why it's like that is because there's no chilu lefanav kol aretz. Because there's no Yerushalayim. If there would be Yerushalayim, if it would be chilu lefanav kol aretz, if the fear and the trepidation would be to Hashem, then aftikon tevel baltimot. Then the world would be a very stable place. There'll be nothing to worry about. Everything will be unbelievable in the world. So it sounds like that's the balance. That's how it goes. If you're going to fear Hashem, then the world will be stable. If you don't fear Hashem, then the world will be unstable and the source of all your fear. That's the idea. But then we got into a discussion because it's not so simple just to drop that bomb and say, if we want to change our world, and if we want to live an anxiety-free life, have you not Shammai? And we're making it sound like the big problem. Like, you know, we, Yaakov Rai came here with this Rashi, and he's going to fix the world problems. The world is... You can't even get into a therapist today for anxiety. You have to wait. You have to wait on a waiting list. And I came with the fix of all problems... Rabbi Sai, Yerushalayim is the answer to the problems. It wasn't me, I mean, it was Rashi. But it needs to be explained, it needs to be understood. Because very much we can make an argument that a lot of the problems that we have, which seem to be things that are lacking in Yerushalayim, could be coming from a whole different place. There's a study out there that says, again, I don't know all the numbers, you know, but there's a study out there that says that 20% of the kids 
going through the system are experiencing trauma. 20%. It's a big number. I don't know. Some say it's more, some say it's less. 20% of the kids going through the system went through trauma. Whatever trauma means, it's a very broad statement. They could have been bullied, they could have been molestation, all kinds of trauma. Okay? So trauma causes pain. And when people are in pain, they find ways to check out of society or to soothe their pain. So let's say they'll go to Arias. So is the kid doing Arias because he's lacking Yerushalayim? Or the kid's doing Arias because he's in pain? So how can I say that there is a lack of Yerushalayim? Maybe there's, there's, there's pain. There's a lot of pain in the world today. And people are, are doing that. They say, again, I don't know the numbers myself per se, but this is what the belt says. That the, the number of kids that go through the system that do not feel good about themselves in the system. They feel maybe tolerated. But they don't feel important. They don't feel connection to Rabbeim. They say a number of 60%. That means it's 20% of what we call Mitsuyana. The kids that are mamish, they're learning, they're loving, the lumdis, they're in the whole program. They're the Mitsuyanim. Those are the guys that feel great. They feel like their Rebbeim are into them. Their parents are happy with them. They're excited with them. They, these are the guys. And then if you're not a superstar or you're not loving learning like crazy, and if you're not a big master, you're just like that average guy, okay, you go through the system. So they don't really feel so connected and they don't really feel so good about this whole thing. So Bamela, they're more prone to do other things that will give them sipuk and simcha sachayim and feel excited and feel good about themselves, etc., etc. So someone can make that argument that maybe it's not a Yerushalayim problem. Maybe we just are not, you know, taking care of the kids. We're not relating to the children right. It's not that they don't have a year they don't have a Shabbat problem per se, you know. Some people may point their fingers at the system and say, people are walking out of the system religious in the respect. They put on tefillin, they go to shul, they eat kosher, ritually res- religious, what is the terms we'll use, but they're not spiritual. It means they're not connected to Hashem B'chalam. They're ritually religious, but they're not connected to Hashem. Because somehow that message is not going across. They're not being taught about Hashem. They're not being taught that. So they go out of the system. They don't know basics. They don't know anything. So it's a problem that they're not being taught. Okay? So maybe it's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like there's no Yerushalayim and you know, you got to just Mechazek and Yerushalayim and Maybe open a Musa Sefer and start getting stronger in Yerushalayim. Maybe this is, uh, the, the, the problem is much deeper than that, you know? On the other hand, also, we see another thing in the world. Is that we have people that are spiritual, but they have no shakas to turn mitzvahs. There's a whole world out there that people are very spiritual. 
very connected to Hashem, you know? They're very close with Hashem. They talk to Hashem. But it's not connected to Torah Mitzvahs. So we have spirituality, not connected to Torah Mitzvahs, and that's flawed for sure. We have Torah Mitzvahs, not connected to spirituality, that's a problem. We have pain, we have people that are, you know, not being, feel like they have any hashivas in the world, in the yeshiva world, you know, we have all these problems, you know. So Yaakov Rari came with his Rashi, fixed up all the problems, you know. It sounds like the problems are much more complex, you know. That's what it sounds like. So we ventured to speak about something which I think needs a lot of work. Because there's a lot of oymik here. But the very basic olive base of Yerushalayim, the very basic, basic olive base of Yerushalayim is the root of the word yirah is to see. It's to have clarity. It's not fear per se. That means the yira, the fear part, the oina, yiras oinish, yiras roimimus, all the different levels of yira requires first a basic emuna, a basic awareness of the existence of Hashem, the presence of Hashem, a very basic awareness. Which in other words will say that without this awareness we're living in a godless world. A godless world. That's step one. We need to have Yira in step one. And when we have the Rabbi Shalom as a reality, before fear, before anything, just this reality, the step one is missing. The step one is missing. So it's all the same thing, meaning all these dramas, all these problems, all these not feeling affiliated, we're going to show you to some degree is connected with that first step that there is no realization and recognition of the reality of the presence of Hashem and Bechlal in our lives. And that is, let's say for example, just to bring out one point. If let's say I live in a world, a secular world, a godless world, then the only thing in a person that has chashivas is his performances. Because the only thing that I see is what is revealed. The Maral says that the secular world and our Jewish world has no pneumias. Everything has to be revealed. That means by us, what do we machshiv? We machshiv somebody's effort. We machshiv the Selim Alekim. We mark some things that are pnimi. They're not things that are revealed. They're internal things. They're not external things. That means we can have a guy who is not performing unbelievable in as far as on the charts of performing, but he can be very, very cautious. Because he, internally, he's a man who's struggling with his zir shemayim and his turn and his mitzvahs and he's being moisenefesh and he's overcoming challenges and his yonis and he's working... That person has tremendous chashivas. But not in the external world. So if we live a godless world, then the only thing we're interested in is in kishrin, exteriority. That's all that makes, that all that matters. 
Because anything that's external is real. And if it's not external, if we can't see it, it's not real. It has no chashivas. So that's a very big part of the problem. That's a major part of the problem. We have to learn how to be machshiv people in a much deeper way. And if we understand basic yisoyedus of emuna, so we understand that there can't be a person who is redundant. It doesn't make sense. Because the tachlis of the Odom was to reveal certain gilik for Shemayim that he's needed for that. And he's needed for that even in his low level. Because you can't say that a guy has no chashivas until he becomes an Odom HaShalom. You can't say that. That means even when he's a kid, he has chashivas. Because there isn't a sign that he has at that maturity level, at that age. And he has to call upon some part of self-control, Yerushalayim, whatever it is, to overcome that childish challenge. And that was something that was needed in the world. His avoidance was needed. You can't wait till the guy's 60 years old and he's finished shaft and poised him and now he became a mandama. Can't be. So everybody's needed. Everybody's needed with their challenges they're needed. Even their challenges are chashim. Even their weaknesses are chashim. Because the point of the weakness was a place for him to make avoidah. So avoidah is chashim. The avoidah that people make is chashim. But that's primi, that's not chitzayim. That's a primi is the kazakh. That's a chashivist. But that, that, that only can be true if we're living a world that this world is the mouth of Shemayim. That this is a place that we came here for a purpose and an avoidah. And a gilu tzvay Shemayim. And there's a beginning of time and there's an end of time. There's a purpose to life. You know, all this has to be true in order for all these things to make sense. We're pushing missing basics. Very basic things we're missing. Half the times, the reason why people are traumatizing other people is because they're so self-absorbed in themselves, they don't even realize they're stepping on somebody. But that self-absorption is a godless world. Because then, it's about me. It's about what I need, what I want. What's good for me. You are just like here to serve me. So a lot of these problems is because of the godless world. The, the, the way the trauma affects us is because of the godless world. Because if I live with Ashkocha Pratis, and I live with a Rabbanu Shalayla, so I know how to deal with my problems in life in a different light of Emuna. And I don't end up in the place of problems and pain and all these things that I would if I, if, I, if I live in a godless world. So it's all one shayrish. The shayrish advarim is, if we have yira, we have a stable world. It's the same shayrish. If we have yira, we have a stable world. Yira not necessarily getting to the step of trembling before Hashem. Not necessarily getting to the step of yira's rainbows. Of course we have to get to that. And, and, the, and the stronger and the better and the more year there is, the more stable the world is. 
For sure. But step one of Yira is we need to recognize basic fundamentals in Emuna. If we had basic fundamentals in Emuna, the world would be a much more stable place. That was the point that I wanted to bring out. I don't know if this is a little bit strong for the general public. Maybe we'll just keep it in-house. But this is an idea which I think is very important for us as Lundi Torah to understand. We need to have clear understanding of basic emuna. We have to work on strengthening it. We have to work on making it more real. And then you'll see how life changes. A lot of things in life will change. A person will feel much better about himself. Much better about himself. And he'll feel important. And he'll feel stress-free. And he doesn't have to do a lot of things. He doesn't need all this recognition from people and become so codependent. <coughs> a lot of things will change in your life if a person brings what we're calling the basic levels of Yira. And when people come to learn and they don't show up for Shachrit, or they don't learn Musad, then their learning is a godless world. So you'll be that guy who at best you're going to follow religion but you're not going to have spirituality. And then when you have a big urge for spirituality you're going to ask me to bring in a singer and get a guitar and give out Yardane wine and that will feel your need for spirituality. That's not how it goes. The spirituality has to be connected to your learning. That's what we need to see. We need to see that. We can't say that we are going to fall for this problem that there is in the world. We have to learn how to see things in a deeper way. We need to have more panemistic a way of looking, not a chitzaniistic a life. We'll stop over here.